This episode is sponsored by F1 TV Pro. The F1 season is starting up again and there are so many races on the horizon. So many tracks all over the world, so many podiums to try and secure, so much impending anxiety for my beloved Ferrari. We're going to win it this year, right guys? And with F1 TV Pro, you'll never miss a moment. It's completely ad-free and includes live feeds of every practice and qualifying session, F1 sprint events, Grand Prix, and exclusive behind-the-scenes content with driver onboard cameras, team radios and in-depth data. Even better, this year you can completely customise your race weekend around your schedule. With the new mobile-friendly design, you can get all the race action wherever you are in the world and across multiple devices. Whether you're watching on the go, settling in with popcorn to watch live, or you're looking for some more deep-dive content to keep you up to date through the week, F1 TV Pro has got you covered. Sign up today to F1 TV Pro for an unmissable 2024 season. Hello everybody and welcome back to the P1 podcast with Matt and Tommy. The official 2024 Formula One season has begun. We have had our first proper session. No more testing, kind of testing, it's practice, but still delusion (laughs) is well and truly infecting all of our brains, Tom Bellingham, as we dive into uh, our thoughts on, on what went on in practice today. Even though we know uh, that practice doesn't matter and we've seen it before and, uh, you know, don't look too much into this, don't look too much into that, because it's the first one of the season, it was so difficult not to, like, be baited every single time, like, oh, my God, a house the goats? Oh, my God, house of five seconds no, off? Oh, my God, yeah, this. No, no, like, no one ever thought a house the goats at any point during... Uh, well, no, I guess he was a tenth <laughs> off at one point, wasn't he? Yeah, Hulk but, too, but. Um, yeah, it's it's wild. Um, every little thing uh, gets incredibly overanalyzed, but at least it's made the uh, expectations maybe a little bit more exciting and and got us a little bit more hype for the season. Let's start with FP1 then, shall we? Um, and reflect on it a little bit. It's not a it's not a representative session. It's done in the soaring heat of daytime Bahrain. Um, but you know we're going to say that Danny Ricardo was, of course, fastest in the RB V Carb Racing Bulls. What apparently now it's RB or Racing Bulls? I, I, no, people, people saying calling r- one of those people two. saying RB, but I'm just like, oh no, because I tweeted it earlier saying RB, and then everyone was like, oh, I thought you meant Red Bull. It's just like, oh, I just, yeah. I just want V Cub to catch on, but I don't think it's going to. Sadly, no, no, I don't think it is either. But um, but Danny Rick was fastest because he was on the softs. Um, the McLarens also went on the softs, uh, as did uh, Yuki Tsunoda. Um, but then that that pack below that. It was very, very close with the with the medium uh, runners, which which was, I guess, again, it was FP one. You're like, no, you know, it's they're not probably pushing, or you know, they're just doing some aero rake testing, or, or whatever. It's it funny because be. when Max went fastest, everyone was like, championship over, and then as soon yeah. as he got close again, it was like, oh, there's. Well, a we shot. were doing a Twitch watch along, and I literally, when Max went f- fastest by six tenths of a second, I left the room and. <laughs> Started doing some voodoo stuff with uh, with this particular red ball that I have to to try and slow it down, um, but apparently it's worked since then because uh, we've got a lot to talk about. Question from Ed Smalen: If Vcar performs well, how long will it take for other teams to start whining about it? Already have. Let's not get too <laughs> excited uh, about Vcar, um, even though I have put it them in 
my entire Formula One fancy team on grid rival, um, both drivers and the constructor is, is v <laughs> Oh, wow. Um, mainly because they're cheap, and I also think it could be good efficiency for money. Uh, but yes, I, I don't think they're going to be as good as maybe we're all excited about. Um, I think, you know, Danny Rick getting the headlines. The last time he topped a session was Monza 2021 and all this sort of stuff and, you know, excitement building. But realistically, the soft tyre is 1.2 seconds quicker than the mediums and he topped the timing sheets by like three tenths. It was it was nothing. Yeah. What was interesting, though, is the fact that the, the V-carbs were basically battling McLaren, who also did the the softs uh, when they did those runs and uh, there was part of me that thought my word because Zach Brown is one of the the people that have been the most vocal about how he doesn't uh, think it's it's fair and stuff so uh, very interesting but but again like as is always the case in Bahrain it's such different conditions in, in FP1 to the rest of the the session even if you take out the fact that um, like you say people were running softs, people were running uh, mediums. It's still the fact that it's not, the conditions are nothing like we're going to get uh, into qualifying and even, even the race. So um, it's hard to take too much into it. Now, before we dive into any more and go to free practice two, I've got two shout outs. Okay. So listen up. First and foremost, I never ask for you to subscribe, but we really want to get to half a million subscribers. That's such a beautiful, gorgeous number. So please, if you want to come along with us on this adventure throughout this weekend and this whole season and future seasons, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. We'd love to have you here as part of the P1 family. And secondly, my second shout out is thank you, McLaren, for this lovely gift box set, which included the jumper, and you got a hoodie, didn't you, Tommy, um, to kind of celebrate DTS and the upcoming Formula One season. So thank you so much, McLaren. It's a very lovely jumper. And thirdly, actually, there's another shout out. P1 Live Show tickets. P1 Live Show tickets are available. We'd love to see you in the middle of April. And it looks like we're going to get the greatest season of all time in Formula One. So what better than to come to a live show where you can meet fellow Formula One fans and ourselves and have a great time. So yeah, link will be in the description for that as well or anywhere on social media, just on our link tree. Right, let's get into free practice two then, shall we? Oh my God. So free practice one, Tommy. We're like, yeah, whatever. Free practice two is known as the representative session. This is the one where it is the most like qualifying in the race because it's done as it goes into nighttime. It's cooler. It's faster. This was the session for teams to do their low fuel quali sims. And what did we get? A Mercedes 1-2. How's that biggest flop coming along, Tommy? Yeah, I know. What, what's amusing is how like everyone's so hyped. Um, and if you, uh, at this order, essentially, and if you put that Verstappen would be first, Perez second by two tenths, and they were three tenths ago. The field would all be saying <laughs> it's over. What a rubbish season we're about to have! But the fact that uh, what what a difference time makes that Mercedes won two, and we're all hyped about it. <laughs> so true, isn't it? <laughs> uh, question from P1 Patreon member D Mystic: Are Mercedes back? Now, I contemplated tweeting uh, Mercedes are back, which I've done several times over the years. Um, but I fifty percent of the questions were this. Yes, I just didn't this exact fancy wording. Um, stirring the pot. Are Mercedes back? Um, look, okay, let's let's dive into these times a little bit more closely. Has have looked washed since the moment they rolled out of the uh, garage uh, in, in, for 2024. 
and Nico Hulkenberg's managed to thrust himself up to P7 in that Haas. The, the literal team principle has said that they're going to be at the back. Well, you're, you, Unless, you don't think that you don't think the Haas are four one hundred slower than Red Bull. No. Let me finish not. my point, Tom Bellingham, without your sarcasm. <laughs> um, but that I think that is probably the biggest indicator for those times being <laughs> hardly anything because of the fact their own team, unless Haas have you know rolled out this 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 car that they're hoping was good and it actually is much better than the team principal uh, ever wished for and they're actually decent. I think it's more the first um, theory that I came up with that Haas are still reasonably washed. But then, look, we'll see. Uh, it's still exciting, definitely. Are Mercedes back? God knows. Um, it's a good sign. It's a good sign that we're, at least they will fight in the sort of second, third fastest team area. Uh, Fernando Alonso as well, just thrusting himself into the mix as as he does. Um, it's too early to say because I really don't want uh, my head on the end of a stake, um, but, uh, not a, the car, an actual stake, um, because I've <laughs> said that Mercedes on a stake. Yeah, I mean, let's not forget Mercedes were that team that were, you know, they've done this many times before. Uh, I think it was even 2020 when they weren't very good. They loved to top a Friday practice session. So we have seen it before, um, but there's hope because we all thought that uh, Red Bull, and they still could be uh, a million miles ahead, um, but yeah, it's uh, certainly a lot more of an interesting uh, scenario going into tomorrow because yeah, it was it was exciting to see it changing constantly uh, throughout the day. This is a paid advertisement from BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? I know that I am constantly looking for F1 news, stalking Daniel Ricciardo's Twitter, looking for any clues that Ferrari's car is going to be better this season. We need all the help we can get. But if you're struggling to find that special something to spend your time on or have anxieties about not spending your time wisely, then therapy can be a great way to clarify what matters most to you. You can start with BetterHelp, the therapy service that prioritises your time. You can book sessions around your schedule and with open conversations with your chosen therapist, you can decide how long or short you need your sessions to be. Finding what values are closest to you by starting on your own time and your own terms. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash p1pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash p1pod. Next question from Space Manly. How long until Red Bull decides to crush our hopes and dreams? Look, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm more optimistic than I was previous. If Max was like second and Perez fourth, just pack your bags. It's done. Take care, honestly. Like, just just go and watch a different sport. No, don't. Please don't. Please watch P1. Um, but, but Max down in sixth, Perez down in tenth. It's kind of at the level where I'm like, would Max genuinely want... Because Max is Max. He will go as fast as he wants, whenever he wants. And I feel as though... There are some struggles there. We saw it. Max was saying in free practice one that the car was was bleep and he wasn't happy with the car. And 
I don't feel like there was many positive sentiments coming from either side of the garage in Red Bull. So I think there are some struggles. And look, they've brought a whole new concept to that Red Bull racing car. This is not the same car as they had last year. And that was a risk that they have potentially taken. I'm going to be eating my words when they're on pole by a second tomorrow. But right now, yeah, they might well be struggling. I don't, I'm don't. i more leaning. And when I say more, 80% leaning towards that they will crush our hopes and dreams. But 20%, that was 2% before free practice too. So it's that a high. bigger window of hopium. Yes. That high, 2%. Um, yeah, I think we don't know. Like, I don't think there's any way that it wasn't genuine, the stuff that Max was saying about, you know, the fact that he's struggling and, and things like that, because they want to understand this new concept. And even if Max is ahead of everyone, I think he even was at that point when he was complaining that the car wasn't very good. Yes, um, he was. Just shows that, like, he knows what that car can deliver. Um, so there's more potential there. But, yeah, it certainly, uh, it certainly made it a lot more interesting because it did look like they, they were going to be... Uh, miles ahead and even if they do um perhaps uh i think they're they were talking about how they were doing a long run uh during that session and they looked very very good um but maybe you know their their quality pace again because let's not forget last year max wasn't on pole every single race um it was a bit more close in that sense and that does make the racing a bit more interesting when uh you know, we've seen teams dominate in the past, but they normally dominate from pole position. So if it is close in qualifying and they can't run away with it in qualifying, it makes it a lot more exciting, at least for um, for the racing. So, yeah, there's a lot more hope, I think, for, for fans than they thought at the start of the day. Yeah, and, and we thought coming into this that it'd be Ferrari that would probably be the, the team to take a pole position uh, in Bahrain. And Carlos up in fourth, you know, reasonable time. Charles Leclerc, did he fancy ever getting a clean run for a lap ever? Like that man was either locking up or finding some kind of traffic on the apex of turn one or into the downhill double left-hander. Um, it, it was a difficult session, I think, for Charles to, to get a lap together. Another driver as well that struggled was Lando Norris trying to, to get a lap together he's li he literally finished last of everybody because he uh, aborted his laps that he was trying to do I'm hoping this isn't foreshadowing Lando's season this year where they have a good car and 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 he does make these mistakes because of course you know you look back to last year there were there were moments that uh, that you know were, were fantastic opportunities for the race uh, had had he hooked up qualifying um so yeah we will have to, to wait and see but McLaren not looking as bad as as, I, as some people might have thought they were looking at uh, at certain times. So, so we'll see. World champion Lando Norris soon come. P1 Patreon member Ruben Nuss. With FP2 being representative times, what teams do you think are sandbagging, if not all of them? I saw someone saying on Twitter, oh, yeah, but Carlos did a 29.9 in, uh, in testing. So there's loads more time. And it's like, well, that was actually on a softer compound than what is available um, this weekend. So that was, I think, the C4 or C5 that he did, whereas they're, they're literally running the C1, C2, C3 this weekend. So it's, it's a much higher step in terms of hardness of compound. And there was, actually, there was a, an interesting conversation that we've brought up maybe once or twice on the podcast around steps of compound. And, and Karun and Crofty were saying that they wished that they'd you know, they'd be a bit more risky with and a bit more adventurous with the compounds that are chosen for weekends. Why not have a C1, a C3 and a C4 or a C3 and a C5? Mix yeah, it up quite. a bit so that you have these 
big pace def- differentials in the races, and I think that would also promote more overtaking. At, at, when you, it's not as artificial as we've seen in the past when Pirellis were degrading in three laps and then drivers were hitting the cliff. It would be more of a, all right, they're going to be fast at this part of the race. They're going to be fast at this part of the race. I, I, I quite like that as a, as an idea. I do as well. Yeah, we've had. Uh, <laughs> it's something that they've said to Pirelli and sort of like we've mentioned that many a times and Pirelli is still like no the hardest compound possible and all three of the same yeah they're just scared um, of blowing up aren't they yeah it's exactly they're, they're too scarred from things like 2013 Silverstone and, and whatever from from that time where they're kind of a bit of a laughing stock and you do understand because they're in Formula 1 to showcase what great tyres they have and they're there we want it to be entertaining but Pirelli as a company don't want to have a reputation that their tires blow up because they're trying to sell road car tires as well. So it doesn't make it doesn't make sense. So that it's tough for them to to do it. However much it is annoying for us fans because it could be a lot a lot better and more exciting in that way. Uh, in terms of sandbagging, it's you know impossible to say at the moment because the, I don't think the field is going to be this spread out. Uh, like Lando is not going to be two point two seconds off the pace. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll have to wait and see, but. The the thing is, Red Bull. There's a lot, there's a lot of talk that they've not whacked their engine up yet, but we will just never know until we get to qualifying, and that is the the beauty of the first race. I think when you actually look at the classification of FP2, it looks roughly okay. Um, yeah, I think Red Bull are the only outlier in terms of when you look at the performance. You go, all right, yeah, Sauber down there, Alpine again. I mean, for for any Alpine fans out there, any Alpine fans, um, you know, you're gonna be quite worried I think with the 16th and 18th in FP2 and uh, that would you would hope that they are also not uh, fully whacking up their engines but they've not looked great since the start of 2024 either really so uh, we will have to wait and see but I, I think generally that that order doesn't look too crazy in terms of oh you've got an RB up in P2 or anything like that it's it looks relatively relatively normal. Yeah and Hulkenberg we know that he does have that one lap pace in him so while well, I was bantering about Haas being really close to to Red Bull you know Hulkenberg has qualified second for a uh, a Grand Prix once which is is wild in a Haas so um it, it can it can happen and yeah it's it's made me very excited for for qualifying very excited indeed because it because it it doesn't it's not that spoiler is it that is that exciting of the unknown until we get like I don't. I almost like don't want to know from practice. I like the fact that it's kept. Don't watch us them, guessing. mate. Don't watch. You know, just just just. No, stop I like it there. I like watching stop it. Stop FP2. Meant... At FP2, that's it. The whole season. That was a great season. Mercedes. Congratulations, yeah, Lewis Hamilton on the championship. <laughs> Nico Hulkenberg, P7 overall. What a P7. What a great drivers' championship standing for him. <laughs> uh, final question: One Pablo SF1 is Alpine the worst team on the grid? Well, we've just reflected on them a little bit. I'm convinced that Haas, at least in race pace, will probably be the worst. I think they'll be very similarly... Well, by by FP2, it looks like they might have some one-lap pace, but I am not convinced by their race pace. I think Kicksauber are also not looking great. Any onboard we saw with them looked, quite frankly, horrendous. Mm-hmm. Um, but Alpine could very well be eighth fastest, I, I, I genuinely believe that. I think RB are going to be strong this year. I think Williams are going to be strong this year. Um, shout out to Logie Bear, four, four tenths off Alex Albon um, up in P13. Um, so, so, yeah, I, I think Alpine are 
maybe in for a difficult season if they uh, don't pick it up. Yeah, of course, Alpine, we know that they were, you know, they had problems with their, their engine and essentially the, the the speed of it that they were lagging behind with the rest of it. And if they've also not built a great car, um, they're going to have a horrible time. Uh, they do look like they've gone further backwards. They were in that kind of no man's land last year, uh, weren't they, where it was, <laughs> you know, you had the Red Bull, the top uh, top teams, then Alpine just sat not fighting anyone, and then you had the bottom four teams. So it looks like Alpine are going to potentially be even worse than that. Um, so it will, it'd be absolutely insane if they were the worst team on the grid. I still don't think it's that bad, um, but I wouldn't put it out the question. Um, yeah, I mean, but even being this slow is a disaster for them, right? You know, we, we saw oh, yeah, absolutely. To their ambitions get into the top three in the championship and all this sort of stuff. And they've been slowly falling the last couple of years. And then you get to this year. And if they are genuinely eighth fastest, then I wouldn't mind having a, a, a you know dedicated Alpine episode just to see what is going on uh, and how another, many fires are going one. on in, in, in the inside of their headquarters. Yeah, just think about Pierre Gasly, sorry, like going from RB to Alpine thinking he's moved up the grid and he's now going to drive this competitive team and then they've like fallen off big time. That'd exactly. be a good episode. DTS, that would be, um, write it down. Yeah. And Gasly has been quite vocal previously when he was with Red Bull and being thrown around then. Uh, so I imagine he would be quite honest with his words uh, should Alpine genuinely be the eighth fastest team on the grid. And that sums it up. We are less than 24 hours away from actual qualifying, seeing actual cars going fast without sandbags on. Will Red Bull be on pole by a, <laughs> a minute or will we see an exciting grid for Saturday's race? What do you think, Tommy? What are your thoughts right now? Your final thought is, are Red Bull fastest, yes or no? Uh, are Red Bull fastest, maybe... In I think it's going to be a lot... Yeah, in the race, yes. In quali, I think it'd be close. And I'm really hyped for qualifying. Um, yeah, I've missed this a lot. All, all the kind of banter that we've had and the doom and gloom. And yeah, Red Bull may win, you know, the first race and maybe even get a one-two. But like, boy, is it good to have F1 back. Like, Oh, it's good. I'm, the unknowns, the conversations, yeah. the, the opinions that turn out to be terrible. I can't wait. A whole nother year with you, mate. I'm so ready for it. Lock yourself in. Get the tennis podcast on. is on hold for now. Tennis podcast on hold for at least another day. So we'll see <laughs> how far Max Verstappen wins on Saturday. And uh, that's it. Thank you so much, everybody. Lots of love and we'll see you soon. And remember, Twitch as well. We'll be live on Twitch for qualifying and the race. Bye. Bye. Make sure you follow us on all of our socials. We're Matt P1 Tommy on Twitter, TikTok, Twitch, and Instagram. You can also sign up to our Patreon at the link in the episode notes for ad-free episodes, full video interviews, and extra bonus episodes for as little as $5 a month. Finally, make sure you're following us on Spotify. See you soon. P1 is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.